Hello and welcome to another episode of 8-Bit News, brought to you in proud association with our partner, NRG Marketing. Hello, welcome to this episode. I was going to start this with like an all ambient like setting, but now I'm just going to open up with a call-out post, call-out post live on the air. Um, James just called out my um, pronunciation. Yeah, I thought you added another syllable to association, so, so it sounded like association. Associ- association. Okay, so I'm going to go back with my ambient uh, intro here. Turn down the lights and turn up the volume because it's about to get spooky. Could have been better. Could have been better. Yeah, I'm not very... I can't do like an evil laugh. Can you do an evil laugh? Give it a go. Alright, so what did you say? Uh, Turn down the lights. (laughs) Turn up the volume and prepare to get spooky. I'm sorry. Why? Why did you do that? That was so loud and I wasn't expecting it. it. I didn't. I never asked for this. <laughs> you asked for a creepy I'm having, I'm having a breakdown now. Oh I never god. asked for any oh of this. Oh god, no. Ah. Okay. So, um, yeah, so today's going to be spooky, but not in the traditional spooky of, hey, let's talk about horror games. We're going to be talking about the genre of internet horror now. There's a couple of different uh, sections I've got here, so we're just going to... Do you want to just jump right into it, or do you have anything you want to state before we get started? Um, with creepypastas, I know a few, but not that many, so we're going to have to, you know... You're, you're going to be teaching me a lot. Oh, okay. Yeah, so what else is new? Yeah, that's a fair point. We should just n- rename this podcast, 8-Bit News, James is to get nerd lessons. Yeah, I, I learned to become a good nerd. Yes, yes, you do. <laughs> um... So, our first thing I've got here, I've been talking about creepypastas. Now, that's probably going to sound really weird to anyone who has no idea about anything to do with internet horror. Basically, a creepypasta, um, you might think, oh dear, I don't want to be afraid of my spaghetti. Don't worry, it's <laughs> not that. Um, it's just Mario gone eight. He's just like, nope, I've lost it. Peach has gone for the last time. Spaghetti! Spaghetti! <laughs> spaghetti! <laughs> Pasta! Um, Oh no. Uh, <laughs> that's the most terrifying thing of all. Weeaboos. <laughs> Save that till next week. Um, oh. Okay, so the term creepypasta came from copy paste because you know, remember those like chain emails you used to get from your grandma? It was like, if you don't send this on to 13 people, then this ghost girl will come possess your house, blah, blah, blah. Um, <laughs> they came from that. Um, and then that got abbreviated to copypasta. And then because they were creepy or like they were horror stories, it made, was made creepypasta. So, kind of a far reach from what it originally was. But, you know, there's the origin in case anybody would be interested. They can be really good. I have read some really good creepypastas, or at least in my opinion were good. I really like Abandoned by Disney, and, I mean, I did a whole, um, uh, um, blogo post, blog post about it. Blogo post! Blogo post. I did a blogo post, though. Um, I did a blog <laughs> post about it on our, um, network, so you can have a look at that if you want to. Uh, I really like Abandoned by Disney. I really like the Russian sleep experiment. Um, do you have any creepypastas you like in particular? Um, I quite like uh, Smile Dog. Okay. Which I I'll, I I can talk about. Do you want to tell us about that? Okay, so Smile Dog was originally a JPEG. Now, when I was looking for this, I found two conflicting pieces of evidence, which were a little bit. It's a bit annoying because. They were like, okay, its origin was unknown, but it was rumoured that it was first posted on the ex-paranormal board on 4chan in 2008. Um, Ooh, that's place. creepy to even go on 4chan. I know, 4chan is the place where the devil... Like, it was the, the, how did, um, how did Manning put it? It was 4chan's the place um, the, uh, the, the, like where the devil lives or something, and 8chan was where even the devil won't go. Probably. Because, uh, yeah. yeah, gotta love the internet. Um 
but then I've got another piece of like, another thing uh, here saying um, there's this woman who first like, wh- one of these 400 people who first saw it her name was Mary E uh, she worked for a small Chicago based bulletin board system in 1992 and that's when she first encountered the smile.jpg where it was uploaded as a hyperlink to the bulletin board system it's probably a good idea to note at this point that creepypastas while they have their basis in like they say that they're true stories they're not but that's kind of where the horror aspect comes from is that like they have a basis in reality so you're not supposed to know whether or not they're real but none of them are yeah sorry it's, it's break nice the illusion. it's nice to think that they're real. not nice it's, n- it's yeah it's nice to think there's a creature stalking us in the woods yeah, yeah. definitely you know i'd love to have a rate come to my tea party yeah oh my goodness <laughs> okay yeah imagine that tea party with slender man <laughs> Oh, but um, she's apparently the only one who's uh, openly spoken about her experience, and uh, the rest have remained anonymous. Okay. Or they're dead. Oh, spooky. Spooky. So Um, what is what is Smile.jpg? What's so bad about it? I mean, to me, um, that just sounds like a cute picture of a dog. What could be so wrong with it? So Smile.jpg is apparently a cursed image, and here it says (laughs) that there's a lot of cursed images out there. With um with Mary E, she um had uh, quite bad nightmares and hallucinations for 15 years, where uh, the dog would tell her to pass the image on. Mm -hmm. And I mean, no one likes a nightmare. I I don't like my nightmares. So Um, she passed it on. She passed it on, and um, now everyone yeah, who yeah. looks at it gets the same thing until they pass it on. Uh, right? yeah. I yeah. mean, I have, I've, I've passed it on quite quick because, uh, uh, you know. Yeah, you passed it on to me. Wait, didn't you pass it to me first? Probably. <laughs> and then there was that anti-curse rabbit. Yes, yeah, so I sent the. Yeah, you can get the anti-curse rabbit. That's not really a real thing. That's just something cute. I found. I just found a picture of a bunny. <laughs> um, it's cute. But yeah, that's kind of yeah. So that's kind of the gist of. That's like a creepypasta that exists. Again, they tend to have bases in reality. Everything we talk about, we will be linking. So, you know, go have a look at the image if you dare. Spooky. Yes. We might be passing it on to all of you. Yeah, Ooh. download it, send it to your friends, and then have it as your um, your desktop background. That's a good idea. Yeah. Every time you uh, look on your computer or, like, even if you stay put it as your screensaver for your phone. Smile.jpg. Um, so, yeah, we've said that, like, there are creepypastas that can be really good. They can also be Jeff the Killer. <laughs> um... Now, I might get a bit of hate for saying that, but um, Jeff the Killer is a a slasher story, you know, along the same lines of, I suppose, um, Freddy Krueger and Jason Voorhees. I almost said Jason Todd. That's not right. Yeah. Oh, um, oh no. Rest in peace, Sweet Prince. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like they can be, um, yeah, it's pretty much a slasher, except the person in it is like this been turned into this conventionally attractive character in a white hoodie and has a knife and like everybody wants to like date for some reason um so it creepypastas originated as these scary stories you would pass on in today's society on the internet they have now become what i've written as a fangirl zone um where certain characters which who could be considered conventionally attractive are pushed to the forefront and others aren't even considered so for example Something like the Russian sleep experiment isn't considered a creepypasta in these people's eyes. What's considered a creepypasta is stuff like Jeff the Killer, um, Tiki Toby, again, another teenage teenage boy, um, you know, conventionally attractive. Ben Drowned, teenage boy, conventionally attractive. Um, and Slenderman, oddly enough, but that one's more in a different way. Um, would you say this is ruining the art form? Um... Yes and like uh, well yes and no. It's nice to see that people have a and uh, like, you know 
an interest in these characters. True. But People are having fun. Yeah, I think when it gets to the point where you're like, I love these characters so much, I want to be with them, and then it starts getting a bit worrying from there on. Yes. Which leads us nicely on to um, something I wanted to bring up. Now, again, I suppose trigger warning for, like, real-life murder happening. I mean, again, we'll put that in the thing, well, and we'll, like, put the timestamp. Attempted as murder. Attempted murder, yes. Okay, yeah. okay, trigger warning, we'll put where that is. Um, we'll so starting now, do you want to write that down? Uh, yes, 8.24. Okay. So basically, there was something called the Slenderman stabbing. Now, Slenderman is a creepypasta character who is said to abduct children and turn them into his proxies who will then do his bidding and do his killing for him. Um, I've got the Wikipedia article here. On May 31st, 2014, in Wisconsin, 12-year-olds Anissa Weir and Morgan Geyser lured their friend Peyton uh, Lumpfer into the woods and stabbed her 19 times in an attempt to impress the fictional character Slenderman. Lumpfer crawled to a road where she was found. She recovered after six days in the hospital. Weyser and Geyser were found not guilty by reason of insanity and committed to long periods in mental health institutions. I believe it was 25 years yeah. they were committed for. Um... Yeah, so obviously stuff like that does happen. Um, and there was quite interesting, there was a list they brought with them which was supplies necessary. And it was different things for different creepypasta characters because, again, they all get lumped into one. It's almost as if fangirls have this idea that all of these characters live in some mansion somewhere with Slenderman and if they, like, impress him, they'll be able to go live with all of them. Yeah, so don't they wrote the down fanboys. True. I'm saying fangirls yeah. because it's In it's yeah. more it's it's it girl it's more commonly girls, but yeah, very true. Um, so it was like there was stuff such as um the will to live um weapons, um cheesecake for masky and hoodie, which are again two would be considered creepypasta characters. Um, so it was definitely more of the fandom side of it that was leading them into it, and not the original source material itself. So where is the line to you? Like it's. I mean, it's okay to romanticize characters, I suppose, if you're just having all good, innocent fun. But at what point do you consider, okay, that's not okay? And how do we know what's innocent role playing and what's actually people who need um, mental help? I mean, I suppose um, if you take it and then if they're using this as like a lifestyle rather than a hobby, then that's where it starts becoming a problem. Mm -hmm. Because like you can have certain things as a lifestyle and it's no problem whatsoever. But yeah. if it comes, if it becomes murder, and there's like you're just solely living off that one thing, you wake up and you think Slenderman. You go to bed at night, you think Slenderman. Everything's Slenderman or some other creepy pasta, and you believe it's real. Yeah, once that's in play, that can have some really bad effects to the people yeah. in your neighborhood or just random people on the street. Do you, you know, know they are making a movie about the Slenderman stabbing? Are they actually? Then they're making it, they're like saying it's a different, what they're doing is they're making a movie where two girls um, stab their friends, try and impress this fictional like boogeyman who has like a different name, it's not Slenderman, um, but then it turns out that the, the, the Slenderman is real. Oh, that's, uh, I, I don't know how to that's feel about thing. that. That's like the worst message possible. Also, the two girls who did the stabbing, like there is fan art of them online, people idolise them, oh. that's... That, that really upsets me that like that gives like what is essentially an art form of people creating horror media and gives it a bad name as being you know yeah evil is <laughs> another word to say i suppose yeah i mean that's that's quite te that is that's terrible yeah. like the f the whole film like aspect about it you can make a film about it but you just need to make sure that it's nothing that's going to cause any 
like backlash. No, yeah, exactly. no social outrage because when that film comes out, if it's not executed properly, which it won't be. Yeah, it's it's gonna cause it's something. It's already not gonna be executed properly. They're they're having like they're just encouraging it because they're going oh but what if it oh but surprise it was real the whole time that's just going to mean more g- more children who believe that they need to make some kind of sacrifice to a fictional like demon hmm. in order to be happy like oh dear. it's it seems yeah it's like kids nowadays you know see that's the stuff we need to worry about like <laughs> yeah it's like <laughs> not the controversy of peter rabbit yeah i mean oh yeah in Com- fact no i'm not even going to go into that <laughs> I, I just yeah I mean, there's controversy everywhere. Yeah, um, I mean, just having this here, I think it does. You do need to look at kids differently now because young minds can be easily warped. Very true. I mean, adults they they can be warped either way. Don't get me wrong, but mm. kids are still growing up. They don't know. They don't have their identity. They they're just they're not fully them yet. So they can develop into any way mm. they can, and they want to. And do you think it's a bad thing that like the 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 vast audience of these characters are quite young? I'm talking between the ages of ten and thirteen. Yes, and like, no, I. I it's hard to explain because if it's, it's all like innocent fun, if it's all like innocent yeah. fun, Bloody Mary in the wi- in the in the bathroom mirror, fair enough. If yeah. it's I believe these characters are real and I'm going to murder my friend in order to become a proxy, that's not okay. Yeah, that's not good at all. I think if yeah, you can have your innocent fun at that age, if it starts getting to the point where it's just like I want to kill someone this person who doesn't even exist yeah then yeah definitely like if you notice your kids going through that at all hopefully they won't but do raise it with someone I- even if it turns out to be nothing just make sure it gets sorted out because yeah. you could be saving lives yeah very true okay and we'll put that there so yeah 1350 um end of trigger warning we're not gonna be talking about that anymore um okay. We're going to move on to something a bit more lighthearted now, but still part of internet horror. This is something I only discovered quite recently, and I have fallen in love with it. Okay. I have fallen in love with the concept of ARGs. Do you know what an ARG is? No, explain. An ARG. Okay, again, I have the Wiki- I have my Wikipedia article. Okay, ARG stands for Alternate Reality Game. An alternate reality game is an interactive networked narrative that uses the real world as a platform and employs transmedia storytelling to deliver a story that may be altered by players' ideas or actions. Um, so I know that was a bit of a mouthful. Normally, it is a game, or like a sh- it's like a series, I suppose you could say, that takes place normally online, like on the internet, either in YouTube videos or on a blog or a forum but then is influenced by people watching and playing along. It can extend to real life. Like, you know, there can be codes that need to be solved. Um, Packages can be found. You might have to go to specific places, all that kind of thing. That sounds brilliant. Oh, it is. It's absolutely brilliant. I mean, I have a couple of examples of ones here. There's one which is called Marble Hornets, which is, I would say, one of the most famous ARGs. I'm not going to go too much into that one. I'll leave a link so you can have a look at it yourself. Um, but I'll just give a quick abbreviation. Uh, YouTube web series inspired by the Slender Man online mythos. Um, first episode posted on YouTube June 20th, 2009, following a post from it that its creator, Troy Wagner, created on something off the previous day. Um, yeah, so basically, they've been going on for that long. That was 2009. Um, the one I do want to talk about, because this is one of my favourite ARGs, and it's still going. So that's what makes me really happy. Mm. Um something called Everyman Hybrid. Now, Everyman Hybrid started as a health and fitness web series and dissolved into a horror narrative surrounding an entity known as Habit. Um, now, if that doesn't sound like... 
just imagine, imagine if that was something on TV. You were watching like a health and fitness show and then they started having strange things happening and it turned into this whole thing of people fighting for their lives against this demonic entity. Wouldn't that just be so cool? That is quite cool. And, you know, it's still going. Um, it, the level of interactivity I have not really seen in anything else um, involves packages with clues being sent to players. Like, for example, players who had, like, who had, like, made themselves known, they would, like, send them packages to their house with clues in them. Um, they would have coordinates where you would find packages, like, in the world. Real-world challenges, like, oh, go out and... Um, like again, there was this thing called the Seven Trials of Habit, where he would get people to do different things if you were playing along, and it would get it went from um, bury something you love to like make a handmade gift for a loved one and then destroy it. Um, so bury something again, you love for a pet. But again, it was all it was all harmless fun. Like it wasn't anything particularly bad. Um, even to the point where certain coordinates would lead to interaction with the characters. Like some people who were playing along actually ended up getting involved in the story. Um, and meeting the characters, which I think is just amazing. That is really good. Um, so yeah, that's ARGs. Um, a lot of stuff you find online that people find quite creepy can be explained by ARGs. Like a lot of videos you'll find where people are like, what is this video about? It's normally part of an ARG. For example, um, Poochie and Pansy is a cartoon series, which I show James without any context, and it yep. freaked him out. It yep. starts off as a lovely cartoon, and then what happens? You get jump scared. By a skeleton. Yeah, um, and I just threw myself back into my chair and had a weird facial expression. Yeah. So uh, you get you get you got to see that. that so yeah, there's a lot of things online that can be explained as being part of an ARG. It is really fun, you know, having to go to different websites, decipher codes, all that kind of thing. Um, what I would tell you, I mean, yeah, do you like this media form? I do like that media been the math media form. Yes. Okay. Do you think it's too confusing for newcomers? I think. It's. It could be explained like th- as you explained it. Then you explained it in detail. I mean, yeah. when you hear the word ARG, it's it's ne- it needs a simple explanation that has, you know, mm. like uh, like like it's, it's it's really hard. Simple with detail. Yeah. It's like you know exactly what's going to happen, like what it is, because like then you can get involved within it, in, within it more. What about if something's already started? Do you feel like once you have to be there at the beginning of the game, otherwise you're not going to get the same amount out of it because you're going to have to catch up on loads and loads of stuff? I'd say so, yes. Mm. Unless you have some very helpful people who make explained videos so you can catch up. Yeah. Which is something I will be going into. Um, what are some of the uh, problems coming with that form of media? Um, you can, well, I suppose you can place odd coordinates at a certain time. Someone could be waiting there with a machete or something, and you die. That's a that's I a mean, thing. yeah, true. That's a thing. Organized killings. Yeah, I see, yeah. Actually, that does bring up a very good point. Like you know, what you may it, you do have to be safe about it. What you may think is an ARG could be something a lot more sinister, um, which again is really upsetting because it, it should be a lot of harmless fun that is like an experience that you can't get anywhere else. The thing I was going to say, which sounds a lot less serious now, now that you said that, was um, the idea that people may not know that it's an ARG. Um, One of the earliest examples of an ARG um, was something called the Human Pets. And people reported it to the police and ended up being taken off of YouTube because they were like, this isn't real. And then he had to be like, no, no, no. It's no, no. It's okay. This is just a game. Like, this is the actor who plays this person. This is all these things. This was ketchup, you know, all that kind of thing. So I suppose it can... If you're not in on the loop, it can freak people out all the way to the point where there was a um, not really a horror-based ARG or not even an ARG. It was just like a little thing someone did, where they um 
made this whole thing about um, organ replication and being able to like make new things. Um, nice. And news outlets reported on it as if it was this groundbreaking technology of wow, look, we can now like replicate organs and we can make like interlocking systems of like the human network. And then it's like they had to come out and be like, no, 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 this was all fake. It was a game. Like, oh. calm down. That's it's 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 a good game and it's a good plot, but why me? Why is media? Why does media have to do that? Because I mean. It's annoying because then you go onto all of the videos and it goes, enjoy the interactive story. And then it's like that really breaks the realism for me. I feel like you should know if something's not real. Like, you know, Everyman Hybrid. I know that like, I like Slenderman's not real. <laughs> like, <laughs> I know it's not real. I know that it wouldn't still be up if people were actually getting killed on YouTube. It's fake. It's they're acting. Hmm. Um, what was the other thing I wanted to say? I don't think there was anything else I wanted to say on that. Unless you had anything else to say about ARGs. Uh, I don't know much about ARGs, but I th- I think I, n- I now want to have a look for some beginning ones. And I see. would say if that interests you at all, um, have a look online. Um, again, we're going to be leaving some links. Um, and you know you'll always find new active ones or you know currently going ones. And what is great is that YouTubers um, do primers or do explained videos so that you can completely catch up and then get involved. Um, I have written down some big net or like some of people I feel like should be mentioned for like the YouTube horror community who just fantastic um, mm. first person I've written is uh, Baptism on Fire yes you like Baptism on Fire I like Baptism on Fire again link will be in the description um, uh, Baptism on Fire is this <laughs> I think his tagline is he calls himself a hideous goat child <laughs> which I wouldn't say is true at all um, no he's a really really cool guy um, he mostly does videos about like the more comedy um areas surrounding creepypastas so he kind of like takes the mick out of um jeff the killer and all that kind of thing um while also providing some quite valuable insight around the community which is great um nightmind is another one i wanted to bring up um a lot of effort like i (laughs) i watched like like the way i got into everyman hybrid i watched um his entire everyman hybrid series and each video is like pushing like an hour and a half to two hours and there were like six of them and i was just binging all of them like they are so well done everything is thoroughly researched and it's a really good way to get into stuff if you're interested in horror and you're interested in that kind of thing but you maybe don't think you want to get involved physically or maybe you know you just don't really want to put in the effort just watch those videos it's great um, Scare Theatre, again, similar to Nightmind, uh, does little, like, analysis videos of different kind of creepy things that happen. Uh, creepy YouTube channels, pictures, videos, uh, events that happened. And, you know, it can be anything from, like, proper, like, horror stuff to even, um, the recent Shane Dawson controversy where, um, like, there was, like, a, there was, like, a call out of him being a pedophile, but it wasn't true and it was some big cover-up for, like, Logan Paul or something. Mm. That's, that's a theory. It's I'm not saying any of that was legit. I just that's what I heard. You know, it's plausible. Anyway, <laughs> it's feeding into it, just like it's it's a theory. No, it is fact. Um, no. Okay, <laughs> so, so yeah, those are the three I wanted to mention as being um, particularly kind of good. A um, couple others, a um, couple others I wrote down. Um, again, for comedy, the more comedy aspect of it, uh, Who Do Hoodlums Revenge also does a lot of creepypasta, um, and Midnight Marinara, which you know, you know. Plays off of creepy pasta, you know, marinara sauce. I think that's funny. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, does creepy pasta readings and like analysis videos and discussions about it. So you know, also very cool. And they do these people do work together. Like they do have bits where they like work together and like you know do videos together. So it's really cool. It's a really nice like little 
niche corner of the internet, but it's a fun place to be a part of. Yeah. Is there anything else you'd like to bring up before we end? Um, not really. I think that's everything. Oh, I've actually I haven't dove into it in much detail, so I don't think so. I don't think so. No. There's oh oh we nearly forgot game, SCP SCP containment breach. Ooh. Because that that likes to like, take creepy pastas and then plug it into the game. And it does. It's. It's a lovely little, well not lovely. It scared me. Was it still does. Cont- S- was the concept of SCPs was that originally a game or was it originally a concept online? I I actually don't know much about that because I was just thinking t- uh, today. Oh, maybe we could like just put it in here, but I don't know. Mm. Um, I, we I can do some quick research if you want. I can. No, that's right. You guys can find that out for yourself. There yeah. you go. There's some research yeah, you should do. Some homework for you guys. Right. Do you want to talk about your favorite SCP then? Yeah. Oh, my favorite SCP. Um. Oh, it's got to be the. I I qu- I'm quite terrified of the peripheral jumper. Okay. Because in SCP you've got thousands of them. Yes. It, it goes up to two 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 to three thousand. Is it two to three thousand? Um, I'd have to check that. Definitely two thousand plus, and um, it's the the game starts as you're a class D, so you've been sent to this prison and you're basically on death row. Uh, so you're being tested on, and you're thrown into these cages or these like just you're thrown into like just different SCP containments. That sounds fun. And they yeah uh, they they kill you or you're left to live. Mm-hmm. Um, it's quite yeah it's quite dark. It's mm-hmm. terrifying. Uh, but you're a class D. You go out to be tested on with SCP one one is it one one three. I don't know. It's a statue that likes to break your neck when you blink. So, Lovely. Uh, it's it's the one thing that follows you around the game. So like the creepy, so like um the the wall, weeping angels, but like yeah, but comes up to the max. Yeah, it's it's terrifying. Do you uh, know what my favorite SCP is? What's your favorite SCP? My favorite SCP is the Plague Doctor. <gasps> yes. Just because pl- I love that aesthetic of like kind of a vintage, but also could be considered a little bit steampunk. Yeah, and just um, yeah, I just think that's yeah. that's really cool. I think he was based off of um, the Morbus Avi, but, but that kind of links into the one I haven't got a lot of detail on. Yeah, Morbus Avi video where um, it was the uh, one plague, one person or human figure uh, dressed in a plague doctor outfit and dark coat, and two others um, bringing bringing someone in who was strapped down, and. It was said like it came up on the screen. This is a completely silent video, and do you want to go into detail because we haven't got a lot of time? Oh, we have not got. A lot. I guess um, I don't. I don't need to go into detail. It was uh, some white text that came up on the screen. Uh, the white text appeared up on the screen saying, "Subject has been has uh, has been confirmed with the infection. Immediate surgery has been directed." Uh, we had to record that three times. Yeah, because I kept losing it. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. I also really like the SCP that's just like the devil, but he just comes in and reads you stories, and then he leaves. That's a thing? Yeah, and <gasps> then they got an interview with him, and he just went, and they were like, why are you doing this? And he was just like, I don't know, you get bored after a while. There's only so many ways you can torture people. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I think that's amazing. Um, We're coming near the end, so I feel like I have to do a kiss, marry, kill. Um, oh, no. I think I need to... Um. I'm going to do it with some creepypastas, oh. but I'm going to do the ones that you probably wouldn't want to kiss, marry, kill. Oh. So we'll have Slenderman, um, the rake. Oh, come on. <laughs> and, oh, who else? Uh, who else is, like, not good? 
Um, Eilish Jack. Kill the rake, because first of all, yeah, it's no, the yeah, rake. Kill the rake, kill the rake. That thing, no. <laughs> okay, um, so kill the rake. Marry Slender Man. Okay. And um, kiss Eilish Jack. I think I would almost, I, w- I think I would um, kiss Slender Man and marry Eilish Jack. Fair enough. I don't know. I mean, I feel like Slender Man is going to kill you, but Eilish Jack is just going to take your kidneys. I mean, you can live without your kidneys. You can live without one kidney. Right. So you do need S- your kidneys. So I've made a mistake. Yeah, I mean, at least for Slender Man, I can try and get on his good side. But True, you know, and then you can become a proxy. No. Oh, no. That's so not. what we've learned today is creepypastas are cool as long as you just take it as lighthearted fun. ARGs are cool as long as you just take it as lighthearted fun. And, you know, horror should be fun. Yeah. It shouldn't get too real. Yeah, it should not get too real. Um, yeah, so I yeah, mean, we'll put the links. If you're going real, then go Saw Maze, just that's enough horror. Oh, yes. That's that's about, you know, go there, That that's a good thing. Yes. But I think they showed it now, didn't they? I believe so. Oh, I'm sad now. Okay. <laughs> On that note, he's going to go cry. All right. Yeah, I'm going to go cry because I didn't get to see people get, like, eviscerated. Have fun, everybody. Sweet nightmares. Yeah, sweet nightmares. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.